0: everything and losing is nothing. I tell you, that can be true in our lives, but I want to share with you a winner's testimony. Someone called us and sowed a special seed. They had a real need for a job and God opened a door for the best job they've ever had and the best wages they've ever had. Now does that encourage you to believe? I believe it does. And I love this, that our partners, you know, they encourage us all the time. They encourage us by the seed they sow. They send little special messages. It makes me feel so special. So I want to thank all of you partners today, too. And welcome to a wonderful guest. She wrote a book called Eat, Pray, and Hustle, and she'll be on our program today. And I said to her, why do you say hustle? Because the book is really about dreams, and it's as good a book as I've ever read about dreams. I mean, it's the best. But she said, you got to help make it come to pass. So you eat, you pray, you know, you get it, you pray it, and then you work with that dream. And when you see Havilah Cunnington today, you'll say, good night. She has a lot of energy. Good night, this girl is anointed. But... I can tell you she has the energy of the Word and she has the energy of success. So, watch this program knowing that God has success for you. He doesn't lo- love Havilah more than he loves you, He doesn't love me more than he loves you. He loves you. And you want to keep that number one in your thinking as you watch today, as you participate today. He loves me. He is wild over me this day I am always having people come to me and say when are you gonna take a team to Australia when are you gonna go to Australia I mean they focus on Australia so Sarah and I are focusing on taking a team to Australia and we would love for you to go and when we go you know we see many things and that's good airs rock and so on Great Barrier Reef but we minister, so we have opportunities to minister, and I don't like to minister alone. I like to have a whole team with me. How about you? It's good, and Mom, not only are we going to Australia, but we're also going to Singapore, right. and we're going to have some ministry opportunities in Singapore and see some cool things in Singapore too. Such a beautiful, beautiful country. So encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. Number one, we want to pray for you. But number two, we want to encourage you to come along and join this trip with us. It's going to be the trip of a lifetime. It'll turn you upside down. You'll never be the same. Did you ever have someone tell you you're a failure? (laughs) You know, I've had people tell me that. You're the biggest example of a failure I know. Uh, Did you ever feel like everybody's down on me and yet I have this dream? who am I going to listen to am I going to listen to God who says I can do all things who Christ who strengthens me and am I going to listen to God that he makes all things even bad things work together for good or am I going to listen to the devil and the voices of those who are responding to the devil so we have a guest today to help you hold on to your dream and see it come to pass And Havila, I'm going to say your name right, (laughs) Cunnington. (laughs) Yes. Got it? Yes. (laughs) And she has written a book, I think one of the best I've ever read on dreams, on Eat, Pray, and Hustle. You say, that sounds strange. Tell us about this and tell us about the negative things that we get sometimes.
1: Yeah. You know, dreaming is so vital to our walk with Christ. It is the very thing the Bible says. If we don't have a dream, we perish. Exactly. I mean, that's how important it is. Right. And we're meant to dream, we're created to be dreamers. We're meant to, you know, we say I have four young sons and we'll say to them, what do you what do you want to be when you grow up? Then that's not just something we do in our home. We do it to kids all the time. I mean, it's, yeah. and it's not like they go, well, I don't really know. I don't know if I have what it takes. No, no, they will say whatever comes to their heart because they're they're created to imagine what they could be, right? In the when they get older, and the world can sometimes suck the oxygen out of our own purpose. And we can, you know, very often the pain that we experience happens well before adulthood. I, I like to say there are four areas of pain that we get stuck in. That's childhood. We don't get to pick our mom and dad. We don't get to pick if our dad walked out on us or our mom's around us. We don't get to pick our relationships. So we might have had a bad uh, relationship with a coach or a babysitter or a neighbor that affect us. Uh, we can often have a physical ailment. Sometimes we grew up with something that was, you know, we were sick or we had asthma or, or we were not like everybody else. Or I like to say our fourth area is our personality. Sometimes we maybe didn't fit in in our family and our family was uh, unique, maybe our IQ was different, our humor was different and we just felt like we were always on the outside. But we often will find ourselves in painful places before adulthood. And so what do we do with those areas? I like to say Joseph ended up in a pit well before he became an adult and a leader. And so when it comes to purpose, we often can get stuck in pits of pain and we don't know how to get out of it. And we will want to divorce ourselves from pain. But really God wants to do is he wants to take us, not not deliver us from the valley of the shadow of death, like Psalms talks about, but he actually wants to walk with us through it to the other side
0: what do we say without pain no gain you know yeah and I like the way you deal with that in your book and that this can be your stepping stones this can be the very thing that motivates and puts you into success and so I really encourage you to call us with your dream call us with a dream that maybe one of your children has let us pray not counsel pray but get the book and folks I think your teenagers would love this book. I'm getting it for my grandchildren. I've got grandchildren, all of them now are in teens, (laughs) but they have dreams. You know, and I have dates with my grandchildren. I take one at a time, we go out for dinner, they spend the night, we have breakfast, I watch the video, but with them that they like. I don't always like them, but (laughs) I, what's my purpose? I want to hear their dream. I want to hear their dream, and I want to encourage them in their dream. Talk to us about dealing with negativity. Of course, you got to get five or six books for your grandchildren, right? (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) I love that, how you said, I want to hear their dream, because that's how God feels about us. He just wants to be with us. But pain can often paralyze us, and the voice of pain says, do whatever it takes to make it stop. And often we go, well, I just want to be relieved from the pain. So we'll, we'll expect, well, if I go to this conference, I'll have the moment of breakthrough. Or if someone's prophesying, then I'll get the prophetic word. Or I'll go to church this Sunday and I'll get the breakthrough. We often won't experience the breakthrough that we were hoping. And it's not that God's being mean or picking favorites. Often God will will withhold it in a way that takes us on a journey and a process because he wants our lives to uh, to be set up as a plan for freedom and Healing for other people. So he'll slowly take us through it so we can help somebody else. You know, when I had our three sons, our second son, I had postpartum depression, and Mm -hmm. it was diagnosed. Um, and about three months after I'd had our second son by our uh, pediatrician. And she said, I think you have postpartum depression. Of course, I had never heard of that. I was an ordained minister. I'm a pastor. Depression and ministry just did not link together. And I thought, no, I, this can't be. But I was so desperate. I went to a Christian counselor, and I said, listen, this is what they think I have. She said, okay, let's take some tests. And she said, out of the 14 elements of depression, you have 13 of them. I said, well, what do I do? I'm a leader. I mean, I need to do something. And she said, I want you to come and sit with me every week and let's just sit and process together. And I did, I sat in in this woman's, she's actually a pastor's wife in her office and we sat and talked about it. And I realized that my life had set itself up for this one moment, but I also began to get tools of healing. But you know what? I had two more sons and with every single one of those sons, I had the same experience of depression, but I knew what to do. And not only that, I meet hundreds of women as we as I travel that are going through the exact same thing. And I didn't just divorce my pain or somehow have an instantaneous healing. I had to figure out the steps to freedom and healing. And so sometimes in our our purpose and our dream, we can get caught up in the pain and go, why am I in the pain? Why am I in the the heartache? And God goes, will you let me walk you through it so that you won't just get free for this moment, but you'll help a whole
0: lot of other people. And see, I think that's so key because we think what's the purpose of the problem? Oh, yuck. And so she deals with that here because you're hearing it and you're being encouraged. And if you're in a painful time, call us. Just briefly tell us the pain. Because Jesus took our griefs and our sorrows as well as our sicknesses. And we want to pray with you. But why would you stop with just prayer when you can have the book to help you? And, you know, all of us. I remember one time I went through a real depressed time, really depressed. And one of the things the Lord told me to do, you have not here. He said, call people who are sick. I don't want to call sick people. I'm sicker than they are. But when I start calling, that was part of the process in my healing.
1: Exactly. It's when we start to actually, it almost, I almost want to say we embrace the pain. Uh, we embrace that this is really happening. We stop medicating or trying to numb ourselves or run from it. And we start to say, okay, God. You said Holy Spirit would be the comforter. He would be the great comforter of our lives. So instead of running from my pain, I'm going to allow him to go in his calling. His dream was to comfort us. His purpose is to comfort us. I'm going to allow his presence in my life to not just heal me, but to take me through it so I can help other people. And part of it is when we start to understand that there's
0: a purpose in the pain, we will have, oh, right? stop. There's a purpose in it? Purpose in the pain. Put your hand on your heart. so I won't forget there's purpose there's in purpose. the pain. Yeah. Go ahead. The dream, it, will, it actually says, the Bible says that the
1: dream will keep, propel us forward. And so when we understand there's purpose in the pain. It propels us
0: forward into the things God has for us. So we let that pain propel, propel us, us, not put us under. Right, not paralyze us. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you may be in pain today. Maybe your husband has left you, you know, I, I don't know. We can have so much junk from the yeah. devil. And so call us, again, not for counsel, for prayer, but get the book. As I said, I'm about to go on a long trip to China, actually, and I'm taking the book. And I'll take notes on it, and I'll probably teach it. And <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if do. I'll <laughs> give you credit. No. Don't. But <laughs> <laughs> I love to teach on dreams and vision. Joseph is one of my favorite people. Yeah. But most of all, I love how God brings them to pass. Oh, I mean, God is just something else, how he will put it together and bring it to pass. Now, you have some more to share with us. Yeah. So tell me, what's in our next segment? Because they're not going to leave. They're going to stay right here. Yeah, we're going to talk about nurturing
1: that dream and what can kill the dream and what can nurture the dream.
0: Oh, do you have people who want to kill your dreams? (laughs) You know? Do you have people who say, oh, you can do it. You've got the talent. You've got the ability. And what do you do with both? You know, folks, we have both, don't we? We, you know, my mother thought I could do everything. I'd be so worried about spelling tests. Oh, you know, we're having a spelling test. This week, I'm afraid I'll fail. This was first grade. My mother said, oh, you will make it. You'll get an A. How do you know that? You are a smart baby. And I heard I was a smart baby until I got into university. (laughs) And I think what we're hearing is we are smart babies. Now, stay there and find out how smart you really are.
2: Don't wait any longer to chase after your God dreams. For your gift of $35 or more, we will send you Eat, Pray, Hustle by Havilla Cunnington, This 20-day Bible study is based on the life of Abraham. He had a dream deposited into him as a seed, and he did everything he could to help it grow. Through this study, you will uncover what a dream chaser looks like and expose the dream killers that knock you off the road to fulfilling the promised dreams God has planted in your heart. We will also include Sarah's DVD teaching, Your Purpose, Discover It, Develop It, Do It. Do you need answers about your God-given purpose? Through this powerful teaching, you will get from where you are to the special destiny God has planned for you. And to complete this great offer, we will send you Maryland's inspiring booklet, Hold On To Your Dream. Don't be afraid to dream dreams that others call impossible. Call or click today to receive this life-changing resource.
0: Mama, what is this how I suffer? When I wander, streets at night, my friends, their dots, these things they don't want me to see. When you can see my ribs, with my hair is pulled. we want to encourage our children's dreams and talents we don't want to put them down and when sarah was growing up she said to us i i want to be an astronaut and she was about three or four years old we said wonderful we'll help you be an astronaut then she decided i want to be an architect we said wonderful we'll help you be an architect you know then She wanted to, I forget what the next one was, but it was something that didn't even fit her. We said, wonderful, we'll help you. Then she went to ORU and became a teacher. She did. (laughs) So talk to us about this, about how we process our children and these things. You really deal with it in the book.
1: Yeah, you know, ultimately, uh, a dream is, is really an invitation into God's story for your life. It's not a one-time moment. It's the beginning of an invitation that will probably take your whole life to fulfill. And so in in every good story, right, there's good parts and there's hard parts and there's redemptive parts. There's painful parts. And so really in the God dream, I think it's really about embracing some of the parts of us that want to hurry God's dream. Uh, And there's a part, we talk about Abram's life because Abram's the classic dreamer. I mean, he's the guy that you just think, gosh can you not give abram a son i mean abram just needs one child and we forget that historically if you didn't have kids you didn't have a a legacy he was a wealthy man he was very successful and he just needed that legacy and he, he couldn't seem to do it and i think it's interesting you know oftentimes a lot of us can do what we need we want oh i'll get this done i'll make this happen i'll get this job but the purpose of god often requires god's supernatural grace to come in and do what we cannot do and so he'll put a dream in our hearts that's bigger than we can accomplish on ourselves and we can be frustrated by that and go well how am i going to do this i don't know how to do this uh for me i remember the holy spirit speaking to me at 17 he said you're going to travel you're going to minister um i remember at 15 i had a prophet come in at one point and he said he pulled me up in front of a group and he said you're going to travel you're going to prophesy you're going to speak And here I was, a 15-year-old girl that was, my energy was spent trying to hide from everybody and not be out in the open. And here he did. He 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 called me up and he spoke a word over me. And so I sat down and I remember thinking, God, how can you do this? There's no way you can do this. And the, the minister who was preaching looked at me and he said, don't tell God what he can't do. And I remember thinking, I love you, God. I love you, you know. (laughs) Sweet. But that's really often what will happen in our lives is God will say, I want to do this through you. And you go, I can't do it. There's no way. And the Holy Spirit says, don't tell God what he can't do over your life. And that prophetic word. was key. I mean, it did happen overnight. I'm now 20 years in ministry. And it took years and years. In fact, I would say this, and I don't know how many people would say this, but if I knew how much it was going to cost and how long it was going to take, I don't know if I would have had the hope and faith. I think the Bible says that he gives young men visions and old men dreams. I think that vision is that kind of beginning happenstance of, oh, I can do this. But a dream takes a long time to fulfill. And I think that we've got to stop resisting the time it
0: takes and start embracing the process. Have you been resisting? Come on. You say, yeah, I have. Have your children, grandchildren been resisting? Well, maybe. Why don't you call us for prayer? Just short, quick prayer, but the prayer of faith. And I, I like books. I like books. I have three or four books I'm reading all the time, every place. Because why? Because it does something inside me. And I want this to do something inside you. I read it. I loved it. I read it at one sitting. Now I need to go back through it. But it's eat, pray, and hustle. Why did you put hustle in there?
1: Well, because it's going to take some effort. You know, a lot of us go, well, if I could get a prophetic word, then it'll just happen. And I go, yeah, no, you're going to have to do the regular things every single day, eat, pray, and hustle, which means you're going to have to connect your yes to God's yes. And often that looks like hard work. Oh, I love that.
0: Your yes to God's yes. yes. Because sometimes I don't like his yes.
1: Yeah, and we don't want to work you know I think there's a part of us that go I don't I don't want to work at this I don't want to show up again I don't want to serve the nursery again I don't want to pray with the people again and oftentimes we forget that it's in the mundane the supernatural happens and if we don't embrace the mundane
0: and we don't steward the mundane God won't give us bigger things if we don't steward the little things I started teaching the Bible in Sunday school yeah you know and I loved it and yeah. it was a young married class You know, and I thought, I'm young married. I'm 27. But in Texas, when they burp them, they get married. (laughs) But I fell in love with what the Word did in those people's lives. And so, you know, you don't start up here. You start here. You're faithful in this. And you tell us a lot about faithfulness. Share with that. That's in your book. That's really good.
1: Yeah, I think it's very important that we are faithful to what God's called us to and not to... um, I think there's a part when I, I... The third half of the book talks about how we can kill our God dreams. And one of those is when we get antsy and we start to feel like we've got to hurry this up. And we know it in in the scripture that Abram ended up having an Ishmael. And Ishmael became a very painful part of his story because he tried to hurry God's plan up and figure it out on his own. And, you know, when we try to make things happen, um, you know, we almost have not a spiritual ambition, but a selfish ambition. Or we think, I'll help you out, God. I'll just get married. I'll find the person to marry them, or I'll start the ministry, or I'll just, I'll, I'll just take this job. And we're not led by the Holy Spirit. We can start to have Ishmael's in our life. I like to say, you, get to, you can choose your choices, but you cannot choose your consequences. And so be very careful oh. to realize that there are consequences to how we live.
0: There are. And maybe you feel like you're living in some consequences of wrong choices. Mm. We're not going to counsel you, but we would love to pray That's with you. Right. And I'm telling you, I made some wrong choices, not in a husband, thank God, (laughs) had the best. But I made some wrong choices, you know, went with some wrong things, but I learned from them. But you can learn from bad choices. And this helps you to learn from things that you did that were stupid. And, you know, sometimes I have to take S and make it a capital in my life. I've done some stupid things. But I found out God loves stupid people, <laughs> and he will help you. He will. So call us for prayer, not counsel. Get two or three books, and maybe your children, your grandchildren are acting stupid. Don't give up on stupid. That's right. You know, your seed, my seed are going to be successful. The Bible's full of it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very true. And the, the beautiful part of Abram's story is he did some stupid stuff, and he did have an Ishmael. But you know what? He's part of our lineage. Jesus still came right through that lineage. And God has no problem taking those messes and helping us work them into a a message, turning it into a message, messy message. Um, He has no problem fixing that for us. And I think sometimes we assume, I better clean it up so God can use me. And God goes, actually, I really like messes. I really (laughs) like it. I like to show myself strong in small things and in weak things.
0: I like Sarah. It says Sarah herself received strength hmm. to have a baby. You know, because sometimes you can say, Well, my mate isn't saved, my mate puts me down. But you yourself can receive strength That's right. to stand fast. That's right. Yes, you can. Now again, I want you to call, give us the name of your mate. Don't think we're gonna counsel, but let's pray over your mate. Let's don't give up. You say, Well, you had a good mate. I had a mate who encouraged me. He thought I was better than I am. (laughs) You know, no question. But I want you to be encouraged with what is here. I want you to understand dark times don't mean end times. So call for prayer. And tell us some more about that. Yeah, I
1: I like to say we we, we need to get to a place where we're not waiting for anyone else to participate for us to live in the call of God and often we will sit and wait for someone else to participate and there was even a point in abram's life where his cousin lot you know he gave him he said what kind of lamb would you like out of all of this our servants aren't getting along what would you like and Lot took the best, and he said, this looks, like our, this looks like our old place, I'll take this land. And sometimes in the purpose of God, we can feel like somebody else is getting a better piece of the pie. And we think, wait a minute, I, they just, I wanna do this, and they're doing it better, and they have the opportunity, and I want the opportunity. And yet God can take anything. And really we have to understand that God is more invested in your dream than you are. He desperately uh-huh. wants that to come to pass, because God only uses men and women, to to display his glory and his story
0: on the earth. And I love that. And, you know, I can look back to being a smart baby, (laughs) to being a failure, and especially my second year in a university because I played all the time. Then I learned out about playing and praying. (laughs) And uh, I found praying was better and acting was better. So please call us for prayer. Please do people prayed for me and still do. I so appreciate it. And please get your book. But I would never get one book. I pass books on. People read books while they're having coffee. And may you have your most blessed day today.
2: Don't wait any longer to chase after your God dreams. For your gift of $35 or more, we will send you Eat, Pray, Hustle by Havilla Cunnington. This 20-day Bible study is based on the life of Abraham. He had a dream deposited into him as a seed, and he did everything he could to help it grow. Through this study, you will uncover what a dream chaser looks like and expose the dream killers that knock you off the road to fulfilling the promised dreams God has planted in your heart. We will also include Sarah's DVD teaching, Your Purpose, Discover It, Develop It, Do It. Do you need answers about your God-given purpose? Through this powerful teaching, you will get from where you are to the special destiny God has planned for you. And to complete this great offer, we will send you Marilyn's inspiring booklet, Hold On to Your Dream. Don't be afraid to dream dreams that others call impossible. Call or click today to receive this life-changing resource.
0: We are so excited to pray for you. You know, praying the promise takes care of the problem. Have a I want you to pray. For those who are watching this program today, because you are such an inspiration of faith. So let's just blast them sideways with a prayer.
1: Yeah. Lord, I thank you for every man and woman that are watching today. I thank you that you love them. You created them just as they are, Lord. And I ask that you would go into this place that they are and you would encourage their hearts, that you have a plan and you have a purpose for them, that all is not lost, that time is not... uh, passed away, but that they have a call and an anointing and a purpose. And I pray right now that you would awaken old dreams, dreams that felt dead, that felt given away, that feel like they don't have any more hope in it. I just pray right now that you would anoint their hearts to dream again, dream with you, give them a purpose, God. You said so clearly, if we don't have a purpose, then we don't have a, 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 we don't have a future. And I pray right now, Lord, that they wouldn't, they wouldn't discount themselves by whatever's happened in their life but they would know that you love them, you created them, and you are excited. Lord, you, their story is enveloped in your story. So help them today, God, wherever they are.
0: Encourage their hearts. Strengthen their hearts in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I'm so delighted that God is ministering to your heart right now. I'm telling you, you're, I'm just going to prophesy this to you. Your best days are ahead, and the worst are behind. So I want you to put your hands up, say bye-bye, bad days. Hello, good days.